It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. I'm actually looking forward to the weekend because uh, even though the honeydew list is a mile long, and one of them includes cleaning out our garage, which looks like an episode of Hoarders. I'm serious. There may be a body out there. I'm not even sure. I don't, it's, it's just ungodly. It is. Uh, we, you know, how many Americans really, unless you've got like a three-car garage or a four-car garage or maybe you just uh, have OCD or whatever, who really parks their car in the garage anymore? Your garage is made for crap. It's, it's made for all your stuff. It's made for the Christmas decorations and the gorilla racks that you buy at the Costco or the Sam's Club, those big old gorilla racks. And then you got those giant Tupperware the size of caskets. Full of Christmas decorations and childhood memorabilia you're never going to look at. You're just never going to look at it. But, it's, I mean, our, it is a mess, and there's some, some mice out there. We've been trying to take care of this mice population. and you know, So, anyway, we've got a lot of things to get into from the, uh, the serious to the absurd, and, uh, and I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. I do, with a heavy heart, mention the passing of Marvin Lee a day. Who is Marvin Lee a day? Marvin Lee a day was Meatloaf. Bad Out of Hell is an album that I would consider to be perfect. There's several albums I consider perfect. The other really perfect record is Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. And this is a time, and I want to listen to listen to the uh, Generation Xer, you millennials, I'm going to talk about the album rock, ladies and gentlemen, albums, albums, albums. This was a, the, you know, there were some albums that were perfectly crafted and, and just you listened to the whole th- record. It was perfect. Queen Night of the Opera, uh, Aerosmith Toys in the Attic, I, I could go on and on, but, uh, but, but Bad Out of Hell was a very big record, and I knew every darn song, and, and, and I can't tell you how many parties, how many bars I've been at, where we sang Paradise by the Dashboard Light, every word of it, and the song is like eight minutes long. <laughs> 38% approval rating for Biden, according to Trafalgar, or Trafalgar, as it were. This is going to be uh, gigantic. And, and the reason being is the Democrat Party, as they always do when they're in power, especially this time, more so than any time I can remember, they have attempted to overplay their hand. They have attempted a slim margin as a mandate, and it's not true. And Joe Biden promised other things. Joe Biden did not promise any of the nonsense that he has done since he became the president of the United States. 38.7% in this poll approve of Joe Biden's performance, 59% in this poll disapprove. Republicans, 10% approve, 88% disapprove. Uh, Biden also polled uh, fairly uh, poorly, I should say, with unaffiliated voters as well, garnering 30.8% approval versus almost 70%. uh, Poor numbers. So there you go. Oh, and by the way, last week, Quinnipiac University said 33% on his approval rating. So I keep, just keep overplaying that hand. Keep doing what you're doing. That's what I'm suggesting to Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. Please keep doing what you're doing because it is doing wonders for the American people and the uh, the Republican Party, by the way. Here is the uh, President of the United States yesterday talking about uh, 
uh, the 100,000 troops amassed on the Ukraine border uh, with Russia that uh, Vladimir Putin has put it there for uh, obvious reasons because you know, it's not just about flexing muscle. It's about actually having 100,000 troops and all of the hardware, billions of dollars in hardware, all of the backup, everything you need uh, for an invasion. Okay, that's what it's really all about. Okay, let's just kind of look. At, can we look at our history just real quick? Just look at the history. Neville Chamberlain probably said something about, hey, hey, Hitler, you know what? If you feel like you need a minor incursion, you go right ahead. But Neville Chamberlain came back waving papers saying, I have signed an agreement with, uh, with them and everything's got to be good. Uh, Joe Biden essentially said to Vladimir Putin, and the, and the world, by the way, is resonating this. Uh, some in the liberal media are not, but most of the world and many in the liberal media are saying he's basically giving Vladimir uh, Putin a, uh, a thumbs up. And it's kind of funny because here's Ukraine. They're like, they don't even exist. Okay. Here's Russia. They got the 100,000 troops and there's Ukraine. And then you got some uh, senile old fart in Washington, D.C. saying, hey, you know what? I'd be cool with uh, Russia doing a minor incursion. Meaning, meaning over here you've got uh, you've got Ukraine going. Um, yeah, we're a part of the discussion here. You know, we're, you're part of the discussion here. Can we say? Can I? Anyway, here's our here's our doofy. I'll just use Russia the word. will be held accountable if it invades. And it doofy is a good word for this president. Depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor. In- Incursion, and then we end up having to fight about what to do and not do, etc. But if they actually do, you know, it's like second base on a date when you're in high school. Just uh, you know, you go to second base. Any further though, it's going to be ugly. Oh, that's kind of a reference to Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. Uh, this is the headline: The bubbling, stumbling president is a clear and present danger to world peace. This is a column from Dominic Green for the U- UK Daily Mail. The security of Europe is on a knife edge. The credibility of the United States is on the line, and America's allies are looking for a cool head, uh, one actually that is filled with a brain that works. I'm thinking, I'm just saying, maybe that might be good. Uh, the message was unmistakable at his presser, and basically it was giving the green light to Vladimir Putin to attack Ukraine. This is uh, Dominic Green. That's what I heard when I was watching his mumbling, stumbling performance on Wednesday. It's, it's what millions of Americans heard. It's what Vladimir Putin was waiting to hear. In other words, Putin is welcome to sink his teeth into a European state, an American ally, so long as he doesn't take too big a bite. The, uh, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, we want to remind the great powers that there are no minor incursions in small nations, just as there are no minor casualties and little grief from the loss of beloved loved ones. I say this as the president of a great power. Uh, here is uh, uh, Secretary of State Tony Blinken. Apparently he had a big talk. He had a big talk with Vladimir Putin, and here's what he brought back. The conversations we have, um, I think the charitable uh, interpretation would be that um, sometimes we in Russia have different interpretations of history. Yeah, you know, for instance, Russia killed 60 million of its own people while it was the Soviet Union under Joseph Stalin. A little bit different. Um, and um, I have to say today... Yeah, raping all those people after taking over Berlin and Germany, you know, and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we certainly heard things that um, we strongly disagree with. Uh, in terms of- oh man, they've got to be. You know, I, I wait, hold on. I think I just heard that Vladimir Putin is withdrawing his troops from the Ukrainian border. No, actually, I didn't. Please. Of uh, in terms of that history, but I'm going to slap your face unless you move those troops. I'm just going to give you a smack like you've never had. By and large, the conversation was not polemical. Uh, it was uh, direct, businesslike. Um, and I think in that sense, uh, useful. And it was very businesslike. Uh, the uh, Russian said, 
You are so stupid and you are so so led by men with no brain. We have been given permission to uh, invade Ukraine and we will do that. Is that professional enough for you? Uh, it's important to test whether we can, uh, again, resolve these differences uh, through diplomacy and dialogue. That's clearly the preferable way to do it. It's clearly the responsible way to do that. But it's also up to Russia. Man, that is just woo-wee. I mean, you, might, you talk about projecting strength. I mean, that's like uh, almost as powerful as watching an episode of My Little Pony. Mark in Reisterstown, Maryland, would like to comment about the uh, the president and Ukraine. Hello, sir. What's going on? Oh, thank you very much for taking my phone call. By the way, oh, yes. great show, great content. My favorite meatloaf song, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. Oh, buddy, I want you, I need you, but there ain't no way I'm ever going to love you. Just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant songs. Absolutely. All right, bro, so, what's up? Uh, some of my friends are asking me, and I point out that... Uh, Kiev, uh, former capital of Russia, and uh, Ukraine, of course, wants to rem the free free country there. And uh, they're asking me, what do I think they should do? What, what, what should we do if they invade with all those troops lined up at the border, 100,000? And I say, well, we, we should help uh, keep them a free country. Of course, my question is, does China factor into the equation? We know that Russia and China are trying to align with each other. Are there any concerns about China? Well, yeah, there's plenty of concerns about China. I'm not an extra, expert on foreign policy, but I would assume since uh, China has its eyes on Taiwan while America is distracted with Ukraine, don't you think China might try to do something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. This is what the this is what the uh, bad actors in the world do, man. You know, you've got uh, North Korea; they're launching uh, missile uh, tests again. I mean, when the when the uh, the world's bad actors detect smell weakness, smell blood in the water, they're going to go for it. So, you know, while Biden's distracted with Ukraine, anything's possible, buddy. And, and I, again, I'm not an expert on foreign policy. I just go on life experience, uh, research, and and common sense. And you know, uh, I know what despots have done in the past, Mark. But thanks for the call, bro. Appreciate it. Here is uh, CNN commenting on uh, Joe Biden's, uh, and this is CNN, people, all right? This isn't, uh, you know, Newsmax, you know, we, we have a, you know, a political opinion. Now, this is CNN. You've spoken exclusively with Ukrainian official about Biden's comments. What did they tell you? Well, I mean, to say, Erin, that they were displeased when they heard those comments would be an understatement. One of the officials... I and several of us had accidents in our pants when he said it. ...who said that he was shocked when he heard President Biden draw a distinction between an incursion and an invasion, and to suggest that if there was some kind of min min minor, rather, incursion into Ukrainian territory, uh, then that would be treated differently and elicit lesser sanctions than a, a major invasion. It's, it's, it's not the kind of nuance we've heard before. It's certainly something Ukrainian officials say they've never heard spelled out to them, although I understand it's that kind of sliding scale of sanctions depending on the seriousness of the Russian action that's being discussed uh, privately. Van Jones called uh, Biden's performance on Wednesday foggy and meandering, like Reagan at the end. The difference is Reagan was on his way out by that stage, and he had won the Cold War. Biden is the first year into his presidency. He's the figurehead of an arrogant and ignorant administration, and he just invited Putin to become the master of Europe. Biden says he wants to run again in 2024. He may not live that long. I'm just, and it's not meaning to be cruel. It's not meaning to be awful.
He's not going to complete this term, I believe, as president. It's just not possible. He is declining rapidly. He's still got three years, and he certainly will not be in a position to run in 2024. If you believe that, you are an idiot. Oh, and by the way, um, Robert Reich, the uh, former Secretary of Labor, who said that, uh, he said, and I quote, uh, Republicans lined up to shake Kristen Sinema's hand. Democrat senators should have given her the backs of their hands. And then I said yesterday that after that, he, uh, he tweeted, get thee into thine place, winch. And then I believe he also said, get thee to a nunnery, quoting Shakespeare uh, with regard to uh, Kristen Sinema. Uh, a lot of people got a little uh, upset about it because, I don't know, it's about hitting a woman upside the head. You know, there's that, yeah. Uh, National Review writer uh, David Harsanyi uh, wrote, let's be honest, Cinema could easily kick Reich's ass. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> Maybe that's why he deleted it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Listen to this. Robert Reich is 4'11". If he wanted to backhand Cinema, he'd need a set of doggy stairs. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, that's fantastic. That, now, that's the way to treat something like this, okay? Rather than get all bent out of shape and all. That's, oh, that is just fantastic. Oh, my God in heaven. Fantastic. Oh, by the way, Janet Yellen calls Biden's economic record a remarkable success. <laughs> she's, it's just, she's, she's this woman. She's a Treasury Secretary. All she knows how to do is pump money from the Fed into the markets. Uh, print money and and keep interest rates at zero. She, that's all she does. And then she gives million dollar speeches to Mastercard. Uh, she says, "I think uh, the first year has to be viewed as a remarkable success. That the unemployment has fallen the most in a year in American history. No, it's because there were no jobs created. It was just people coming back to the jobs that they had. By the way, that was just uh, said by or CNBC." Meanwhile, inflation has reached a 7%. Actually, some is saying uh, 10%, a 40-year high, by the way. According to the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics release earlier this month, real average hourly earnings decreased by 2.4%. And the reason being is because you're making a little more money, but everything costs a whole hell of a lot more. In other words, the American... At American earning $50,000 at the beginning of 2021 is actually making about 48800 But Janet Yellen says he's doing a fine job. And this is, again, what happens when you put academics and pure career bureaucrats in charge. She is an academic uh, and a bureaucrat. <laughs> a little bit of both. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Stamps.com. You know, my days are structured with uh, doing my show prep, my show, running my daughter to driving lessons, hitting the store, the gym, and right in the middle of all of this, I suddenly need to deliver a package to the post office. I don't have time for this. If there's one thing I've learned from the past year and a half, it's you can get a lot done from home. And with Stamps.com, I don't have to go to the post office and I'll save money. Yeah, I'll save money. With Stamps.com, you can mail or ship anytime from your home computer, send letters, uh, ship packages, pay less, a lot less with discounted rates from UPS or the USPS. With Stamps.com, you can print official U.S. postage shipping labels without leaving your home or your, or your office. And you won't need fancy equipment, just a computer and your standard printer. What makes it even better is Stamps.com offers deals you can't get anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Stop wasting time running to the post office and standing in line and go to Stamps.com like I have. There's no risk, and with my promo code, Newsmax, 
You get a special offer that includes a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Newsmax. That's Stamps.com, promo code Newsmax, Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. This is going to make your head explode. California Democrats have put forward a proposal that would allow children over the age of 12 to receive vaccinations without their parents' consent or even knowledge. Are you out of your nut? This is how stupid sick this party is. This is why California is dead. This is why if you are not a dedicated leftist, you should never even ever consider uh, living in California. This, this is insane. Can you imagine your kid going to school, 12-year-old kid, uh, you have no say. Turned 12 yesterday, goes to school. Hey, you know what? You're old enough to get a vaccine shot. What do you say? Your mom and dad don't even need to know about it. The bill was introduced by uh, State Senator Scott Weiner, member of the legislature's Vaccine Work Group Caucus, probably uh, getting some pretty good campaign donations from Pfizer, maybe. I'm just, I'm just saying allegedly could be happening. You never know. Weiner's legislation, any child over 12 old uh, to consent to receive any vaccine approved by the FDA and recommended by the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices in the U.S. Centers, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And by the way, they've been wrong on everything with regard to COVID for the last couple of years. Pretty much. Pretty much. Oddly enough, California Governor Gavin Newsom announced a vaccine mandate for children aged 12 and over. Last October, if they wanted to attend in-person classes at public or private schools in the state. Now, here's a positive. Um, there is a state. Hold on, let me find the. I've got a ton of material here. Uh, hold on one second. Starbucks, man. Hold on. Uh, Austria, geez, Louise, okay. Arizona, dear Lord, is on the bottom of the page. Just like when you're looking for something in your wallet and you're looking for your driver's license, it's the last thing you find. It's just the way it does. State Senator Wendy Rogers introduced a bill in, uh, in Arizona that would hold employers accountable for the medical mandates enforced on workers. Now, I'm not so sure about if it is a mandate. However, if the company decides to go ahead and enforce a mandate that's been blocked by the Supreme Court uh, with regard to companies of 100 more and a mandate for, then I would say if the company decides to go ahead with it, then they should be liable. Because it is no longer a mandate. It is a company decision. Everybody who works here has to have the COVID vaccine. <clears throat> so if you have some sort of, uh, you know, myocarditis or a variety of uh, what some people have been experiencing, <clears throat> and a guy yesterday called the show, Hey, I have mitocarditis because of the vaccine, and I'm not trying to be anti-vaccine. So knock it off. You always got to do a disclaimer so somebody doesn't scream at you. Somebody didn't just try to destroy you on social media, take you down for being able to express your opinions, by the way. But I would say that if it is in response of a company, and I believe this is because of it's mandated in, uh, in Arizona, I don't agree with that. If it's mandated by the government, it's the government problem. It's not your employer's problem. Because your employer also has to be concerned about, would have been concerned about a fine and would have had to pay it for you not having the vaccine. We had to do a little CYA on you. But Starbucks, and by the way, if you haven't heard, has dropped their uh, employee vaccine mandate. They said, we're just not going to do it. We respect the court's ruling and uh, we'll comply. So uh, they are scrapping its plan. And by the way, some for some inane, stupid reason, 
And it's because there's sheeple there, you know, bureaucrats there, leftist Democrats there, Howard Stern types. But there are, you know, some companies that are saying, okay, we'll go ahead and keep the, the mandate. They should be liable. They should be liable. Uh, by the way, the CDC has a bombshell natural immunity report. Um, it looks like natural immunity is, uh, is great. Prior infections were potent protection against the Delta variant. Uh, during America's last surge of the coronavirus, during the Delta variant, people who were unvaccinated but survived COVID were better protected by those who were vaccinated and not previously infected. Now, I had the, the Rona. It took me forever to get, like two weeks to get rid of the Rona. And it was terrible, but I would assume I, I have natural immunity. CDC epidemiologist uh, Benjamin Silk said before the Delta variant, COVID-19 vaccination resulted in better protection against the subsequent infections than surviving a previous infection. Surviving a previous infection now provided greater protection against a subsequent infection and blah, 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 blah. So there you go. And I kind of want to, you know, when I'm in a grocery store and I see some masked Nazi give me a dirty look, you know, and I, and I do get that. I just want to say, <laughs> I had it. I had it. There you go. I had it. And, uh, by the way, anti-vaccine activists across the country prepare to gather on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial on Sunday. There's a lot of stuff going on in the, uh, the nation's capital uh, on Sunday. This is a piece by uh, Jamie, uh, Peter Jameson and Ellie Silverman. Listen to this. Baseless fears of vaccines have been a driving force among the approximately 20% of U.S. adults who have refused some of the most effective medicines in human history. It's what it is. <laughs> Very, very slanted, very slanted article. Uh, a lot of people are choosing to not get the vaccine because of uh, religious exemptions, which is guaranteed by the First Amendment, by the way. And, and a lot of it also is there are some health things. And also, see, I have a health thing. I didn't want to take the vaccine because of a heart issue that I had in my, at age uh, 31. Um, don't have heart disease. Thank you. Don't have heart disease. But um, I decided it was better for me to get the virus than to take the vaccine shot. And I got the virus. And yeah, you know, I was right. So the U.K. is scrapping its COVID rule. Now, you know, you've seen Boris uh, Johnson. He's a nutbag with stupid hair. Uh, not a terribly bright individual, but they are scrapping their, all of their, uh, their rules with regard to COVID. Now, they're ahead of us uh, by a week or two with regard to Omicron, Omicron. But this begs the question, why is a left-leaning toady like uh, Boris Johnson disregarding things that supposedly save people's lives... I mean, he's declaring that the, the virus is over. Here's a little bit from Boris Johnson yesterday. So there this morning, go. the cabinet concluded that because of the extraordinary booster campaign, together with the way the public have responded to the WHO says boosters are worthless for kids. Plan B measures, we can return to plan A in England and allow plan B regulations to expire. Yeah. As a result, from the start of Thursday next week, mandatory certification will end. Organizations can, of course, choose to use the NHS COVID pass voluntarily, but we will end... Voluntarily. Voluntarily. I say I shall park my car in the garage and I shall go to the grocery store and push around my trolley. ...the compulsory use of COVID status certification in England. Yeah. From now on, the government is no longer asking people to work from home. Yeah. And people should now speak to their employers about arrangements for returning to the office. And having Meanwhile, in the freest country in America, we haven't done any of this. ...looked at the data carefully, the cabinet 
concluded that once regulations lapse, the government will no longer mandate the wearing of face masks anywhere. Meanwhile, there, there are literally there are four municipalities near me that are reinstating masks even for outdoors. That's how stupid that the COVID idiots are and how powerful the COVID dictators are. Uh, honestly, absolute nonsense. And I want to mention this according to the WHO. There's no evidence right now that healthy children or healthy adolescents need boosters. No evidence at all, according to chief scientist Dr. Sumya Swamin. Oh, boy. Swaminathan. Okay, I nailed it, sort of. She said that on January the 18th. The WHA said, your kid doesn't need it. So California is going to say, hey, kid, you know, you're just 12, you can get a vaccine. I can take care of you. You don't need to tell mom and dad. Here is a little bit more of Boris Johnson with the actually being, oddly enough, the voice of common sense. From tomorrow, we will no longer... House of common sense. Okay. We're going to require face masks in classrooms and the department... And the Department for Education will shortly remove national guidance uh, on their use in communal areas. In the country at large, we will continue to suggest the use of face coverings in enclosed or crowded spaces, particularly when you come into contact with people you don't normally meet. But we will trust the judgment of the British people. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did he just say there? We will trust the judgment of the British people. That is just absurd. I got to hear that one more time. What kind of world leader would say that the people should be trusted? We will trust the judgment of the British people and no longer criminalize anyone who chooses not to wear one. COVID's over in Great Britain, according to Boris Johnson. And uh, Jen Psaki is not willing to go that direction. And I'm going to explain why in a second. Sure. Well, well, first, let me say 75% of the country is fully vaccinated. All of those people did not vote for Joe Biden, and certainly they're not all uh, Democrats. So we know that mathematically. What the president's trying to do... A lot do of those people were coerced into doing it by saying they'd lose their jobs. ...is protect the country, protect people from death. We also know in, in from the CDC and from our scientists that you are 17 times more likely to be hospitalized and 20 times more likely to die if you are not vaccinated. So we're trying to provide people accurate information. At this what about if you get uh, therapeutics at the beginning of it? Uh, your survival rate's pretty good there. Same time, Dan, I think you make a really important point. We don't want to live like this. You heard the president say, we don't want to live like this forever. Then why don't you follow Boris Johnson's lead, doofus? We want to get back to a point where... Yeah, I called her a doofus. We're not wearing masks, of course. Where we're not worried about our kids being in school places, where we can go and cheer for the Bengals. That one's for you, Bill. <laughs> out in football stadiums. That's where we want to get to. And what we're trying to do is continue to fight at the height of a pandemic to get to that point. Are That's we about our objective. Six weeks, so are we about six weeks away from something like a Boris Johnson announcement saying that masks will no longer be required? Maybe less. Well, I, I can't make a prediction of that because we listened to the scientists. Obviously, we've obviously Boris Johnson does it. Seen uh, it spike in some parts of the world. We're seeing it spike. We've seen spikes and come down a little bit in some parts of the United States, but we'll be watching it very. We will because you know why? Because uh, we are still. What is it? It is the January, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. It's still nine months from election day, so I would not uh, say that any of this is going to uh, disappear unless it's replaced with some sort of other mania 
in an election year. That's that's really what it's all about. It's about extending fear, uncertainty, uh, and and if this actually has to fade away and it becomes so well, it should be painfully obvious. These kids don't have to wear masks and don't need boosters and all that stuff. But uh, if this this should fade, something will have to replace it. And we've already got uh, supposed uh, supply chain interference, and we've got uh, 10% inflation, which Japan doesn't. They've got uh, supply chain issues, too, and their, their inflation is 1%. So, and there are a bunch of countries around the world where the inflation has not gone up like ours. But you know these are Carter-esque policies that are that are uh, repeating history. By the way, and the, and the next step, by the way, is they're going to raise interest rates. So you might want to get that home mortgage sometime soon. Um, in a UK proof of vaccination or a recent negative test, no longer needed to enter nightclubs, large venues, cities across America, though. Not so much. Cities across America still having to wear masks. Oregon health officials are considering making the indoor mask mandate permanent. Unbelievable. I found this. Uh, I want to share this. This is a, a girl on British television. And, I, and I, the reason why I bring this up is the way, listen to her. She's probably 16, about my daughter's age. And it's on a TV show called uh, British Dubs and Company, D-E-W-B, not dubs, like dubs, hey man, let's do a dub. No, it's nothing like that. It's, uh, I guess, just a news entertainment show, kind of like entertainment tonight. But listen to this, this young girl talking about how masks have ruined her life. Communication problems were impossible. I'm going to be honest with you. Most of the time when we were in school, we took them off because we couldn't hear each other. They couldn't hear us. We couldn't hear them. You're in schools to learn. And the damage that they have done to my generation has been unbelievable. Like, we sat, I sat there in, in August. The damage what's done? That they've done to the rest of our lives, to our education. I sat there in August and literally watched my future crumble in front of my eyes. Because and why? Well, they cancelled my exams, so I got my exams cancelled once, went back and thought... No. I want you to listen to her, because it's going all over the place. It's happening to my daughter as well. You know what, this is not on. I'm not getting screwed over by the algorithm. I'm better than this. got there, they cancelled them again, and I thought, nothing I can do anymore. So I... This makes me so angry. Listen to her. They literally ruined our lives. And nobody, sp nobody spoke about it at all. And the commentators, they had union reps come on and say, this is what the school should have put in place. And they didn't care about what this did to us. And this is the first time I've ever... Didn't care about what the students wanted. ...spoken about on TV because I knew that I'd cry about it. But I literally watched and felt like my entire life was falling apart because of what this government did to young people. And you know why the... Uh, you want to guess why the, the uh, suicide attempt rate in teenage girls went up... 50% in the last two years. Nobody cares. Not one person has cared about children in this pandemic. They think, oh, let's throw... Why are we putting masks on them when people can go to football stadiums and they can go to theatres and play Nadim Zahawi sitting there at the teaching awards with no masks and yet we're disrespecting kids? This pandemic will finish. The damage this has done for us is forever. Wow. The damage is done for our generation forever.
We have no idea. We cannot even begin to quantify the damage that COVID idiocy and COVID dictators have done to our kids, to the world's kids, to our businesses, to our lives, but especially our children, particularly the very young, literally, who've never seen their friends without stupid masks on their face or heard their teachers actually speak clearly because they have stupid masks on their face. Guys, I want to thank you for joining me this week, and I really appreciate the support. We are growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, if you get a chance to, tell other people about the show, and if you could subscribe to on Apple Podcasts, the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson, that would be huge. And if you could leave a five-star review, that would be even more huger. How's that? In the meantime, guys, God bless our police and first responders, our military and veterans living and deceased, and you... And until Monday, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.